Hello. I wanted to come up here and I wanted to talk about December 21st. So December 21st was hyped up for a long time. I remember hearing stuff about December 21st in mid-September, I think, because at first it was August and then they were like, nah, it's December. So if any of you saw that, then you know. But so December 21st happened and the whole day I tried to stay in a really good vibe like everyone said and just basically do a whole bunch of things that other trusted spiritual people told me to do without ever really taking time to myself to just stop for a moment and think and see what resonates with me to do on this day. Like, does this day even feel like something significant? But I couldn't do that because for so long it was ingrained. December 21st, December 21st, something's going to happen. There's going to be a big split. There's going to be two Earths. Half the people are going to be happy and flourishing and the other half are just going to be depressed because they sucked and they ate meat. And it's like, I don't know. Like, to an extent, that is pretty ridiculous if you think about it. Like, all the theories about life and time and how time's not linear, but all of a sudden now, there's a date of when you need to be your most spiritual because if you're not spiritual by this date, then that's it. Or if you're not ready by this date, I should say. Why would there be a date? Wouldn't that defeat our whole purpose? Wouldn't that jack up our whole timeline of growth and learning, like, and experiencing life I don't know I don't know and then also that day felt bad and it didn't feel bad because of a split or anything like that it felt bad because I was trying to be something that I wasn't and then as my energy went down from trying so hard then I started feeling scared and then I tried to pull it back together again and I couldn't pull it back together which made me even more hurt like what's wrong with me I'm not gonna make this shift like it's not fair because now I don't get to feel loved. And now I feel like that's so ridiculous. <laughs> like, I literally thought for months, if I don't get it together for the rest of my life, all I'm going to feel is loneliness and dread. I don't feel that right now. I do not feel loneliness and dread. I feel like love can still be spread. I don't know. Anything can happen. We can all do anything we want to do. And right now... I'm in a very tough position, you know. I'm working um, a minimum wage job, which is something that I am not really for. I'm more of a live in the woods kind of gal. Live off the land, but my life is, or I should say this vessel's life, is taking a direction where she needs as many green papers as she can get. So that she can experience the new chapter in her life. Which, saying that out loud feels really stupid. But also when you're so a part of like your life with your friends who believe in those things. It can feel like it's not stupid at all. And if anything, the way you think is stupid. But <laughs> now I'm rambling. But anyway, point is, neither of them are stupid. They're both completely valid. It's okay to do whatever you need to do. Whatever you feel is right. And if you're doing something in the moment, know it was meant to happen. Know that everything is going to happen in the way that, I don't know, that it should happen. Like, I'm a firm believer, and you do not have to believe this. Please, 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 no one that listens to this 
take this all as fact and feel like you have to believe me because I am not a teacher. I am a student. But as of right now, in my learning, I feel that time is not linear. Everything that has happened has already happened. Like everything that will happen will happen because it has time is happening, but it's not at the same time. And I know that doesn't make sense and it sounds crazy, but hang in there. Take a second, close your eyes, think about time. Think about the line of time and some part of history and then think about your life right now. Now merge those two together. Pretend that they're both happening at the same time. They just look a little different. That's kind of how time is. Everything already happened, but super fast. Or another analogy, if you've ever seen those videos on TikTok where they speed up a whole movie in five seconds, think about that as life. Life actually already happened in those five seconds, but we are experiencing it extremely slowed down. And that's the one that really helps me understand time and how I feel that it happens. And it really eases my anxiety when I think, well, maybe I'm not doing this right or maybe... um, I'm sad about this because this didn't happen or that didn't happen or I didn't get this amount of money or but like that amount of money doesn't matter because it was never yours if something doesn't come to you it isn't for you everything that you need that is for you will come to you and sometimes it's going to be hard and sometimes you're going to struggle but you're not alone there's always someone someone else is going through what you're going through right now I promise you because I learned that so many times Someone else has gone through what I'm going through right now. And I would never wish pain upon anyone. So I'm so sorry anyone out there that is going through it. And you feel like maybe these words are cheesy. And why can't you just get a break? And the words that I can offer to you for that is purely just, I'm sorry that things are hard right now. I love you. And life isn't sorry that this is happening. Life is going to give you exactly just what it's going to give you. Not that you're deserving it, just that life never really cares if people are comfortable. And I learned that the hard way. Your your wants and your needs and your comforts, they're not something that's taken into consideration. You have to grab your life by your own hands. If you want your life to be good, you need to get up every day and choose to make your life good. There's no handouts. There's no, oh, this owes me this. No one owes you anything at the end of the day. And yeah, like, (laughs) I don't know. That message is just everywhere. If you look at everything, that message is ingrained everywhere. No one owes you anything. Life doesn't owe you anything. You're not going to get any handouts. Form your own reality. Because if this is all we get, if this is the experience of life that you're going to have, let that experience be the best fucking experience you've ever had. The best experience you've ever had. I'm so serious. You can do anything. Don't let anyone who tells you that you can't do anything tell you shit. Like, literally, stop listening to them. Because the minute that they tell you that you can't do it, then they're against you. Because you can do anything. I promise you. I don't care if it's your close friend, if it's your mom, if it's your dad, your cousin, your granny, your auntie. A spirit that's talking to you in your head. You can do it. Because that's what we're here for. We're here to experience this. But while we're experiencing it, we still have so much power to form 
and make things how we want it to be. And to anyone who's going to say that contradicts my theory that everything's going to happen the way it's meant to happen and that time has already happened, those things, those aren't mutually exclusive. Um, yes, we can form our own realities, but in a way it was also meant because it already happened. The universe already knew we were going to form our own reality. Now you can either choose to live in the reality where you surrender to life and you say, hey, well, everything's just going to be shitty forever and I'm not going to get up and do anything about it, but I'm going to cry about it every day and guilt trip and feel sorry for myself. Or within means I'm going to get up and I'm going to put my best foot forward every day to at least give a good reaction to a bad experience. And the more and more that I put good and love out into the world, the more and more I will receive that back. And my reality will literally shape into a reality full of just love and happiness forever. So you will just have like a free ride in this beautiful experience that's already meant. And it's just everything will be for you that is good. <laughs> I don't know where this is all coming from. I'm literally just... I'm sorry if it feels like I'm saying this out of the side of my neck. It's just all coming how it's coming. It's jumbled up. It's my first official podcast that I'm going to post. So, yeah, I'm honestly not going to get on here and pretend to be organized. Pretend that I have it all together and that everything makes sense. Because everything doesn't make sense. Messages don't always come organized. You have to take from it what you get from it. And if you don't get anything from this, then shit. <laughs> There's some really good people out there who are doing podcasts that you need to go see. Um, I wish I knew their names. I really do, but I don't. If you like poetry, there's this guy. His name's Rudy Francisco. Oh my, He is amazing. He got me through some really hard times in my life. His love poems are absolutely beautiful. I went and saw him in person. He was a bit standoffish, but it was adorable. I really liked it. He signed my book. Um... It was beautiful. I don't know. Cherish it. Cherish the time that you get. Cherish the poetry that you get to hear. The beautiful sights that you get to see. Discard the ugly ones. Anything that you think is ugly, try to make it look good. Try to look on the bright side of it. And if you can't, leave it where it's at. Leave it where it's at and just focus on something that you can make good. And eventually, you'll have so much practice that you'll be able to make everything look good. And won't that be amazing? Like, I don't know. It's just such a beautiful thing where you can look on the bright side of everything. And that will segue me into another point that I have about people coming into your life. And um, I don't know, like making you feel like it's the cool thing to look on the pessimistic side. When I was going into high school, I met a group of people that were very pessimistic and I'm going to say darker spirited, I guess. Don't get me wrong, they're beautiful people. I learned a lot from them, but um, they brought out a lot of trauma in me. So I do believe that they were my trauma bonds and they, I don't know. Let's just say they brought out the worst, most pessimistic, most negative side of me. And that it took me a long time to get rid of that side because okay basically for a good year and a half I was pessimistic for 
reasons I won't I won't say right here and now in this in this specific episode but basically they made me super pessimistic they didn't make me I I chose that but I chose that for them if that makes sense but anyway I was young I was dumb naive I decided to be pessimistic for a year and a half and then when I finally looked up and realized no one else wanted to be my friend I had to literally train myself to be positive again just so that I could invite love and good people into my life I promise you, no matter how cool you think it is to be hard and be pessimistic and be depressed and have trauma and all this and that, it's not It's not fun to have depression. It's not fun to have anxiety. It's not a trend. It's not something to laugh about. It's not something that's cool. It's not something that's aesthetic. If you want to be emo, punk rock, any of that, that is aesthetic. That might be cool. But being depressed and having mental disorders and being dissociative, all that that's not cool so if you think it is please stop if you can't stop now I'm so sorry because the path that you're about to go on is going to be full of hardships I promise you it will because I went down that path it was not cool it was not fun there's nothing aesthetic about it not one time did I look up and receive any praise for being that way it is just all bad and it might not seem like it's worth it to try to put your best foot forward or even it might seem really hard especially when you're depressed I know it's hard but you have to try you have to dedicate every day of your life to it you really do and if you're someone out there with addiction please fight that addiction every day please 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 I do not care what it is please fight it if it's food if it's sodas if you binge eat if you uh purge you know, you have an addiction to throwing things under your bed. I don't know. Whatever you have an addiction to, please try to fight it. Do not guilt yourself if you fall back. Everyone falls back. But as long as you keep coming back and saying, I'm going to keep trying no matter how many times I fail, I'm going to keep going and one day I'm going to succeed. That is when you will succeed at getting rid of your addiction. That is when you will be happy. That is when you will invite love into your life. An affirmation that I say every single day when I wake up is I'm sorry, I got a little emotional, but the affirmation goes something like this I'm ready to release anything I'm holding within my heart that is keeping me from receiving unconditional love right now. I say it every day, I said it for two weeks straight. I felt like nothing was happening. I felt like maybe affirmations are a sham. Maybe I'm just kidding myself. I'm lying to myself. I'm trying to make myself believe things are better than they are. And then all of my friendships literally go to shit. They're crashing and burning. No one's talking to me. Everyone is pushing me out of their life. I'm feeling alone. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling hopeless, unlovable. All of my trauma is like pushing up to the surface. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I really did not understand what in the world was going on. And then I journaled. I journaled for so many days because I was just so lost and hurt. And I still didn't get it. I still did not put two and two together until I sat down and I journaled about my trauma. And I realized things were coming up that I couldn't remember for years. And 
there were things about me that I was not acknowledging. I wasn't acknowledging how toxic I was. I wasn't acknowledging how manipulative I could be, how many things that were done to me in my childhood that I'm doing to people that I say that I love now. And I would never want someone who loves me to do that to me, but I was doing it to them and blaming them. <laughs> that might seem vague, but it's like, think about it like this. I didn't know if I ever even loved anyone before, but when all of that went down, it all clicked in my head that the love I was giving out was definitely not unconditional. My love was only given out to people who could be there for me. And if they weren't serving me, then I literally cut them out. I was in love with using them to the bone until there was nothing left. And I thought that my intentions were always good. <laughs> I literally thought that I was the good person and I had to sit there and listen to myself for one second and say like what the fuck are you saying like what you're saying literally makes no sense honey you are the toxic one <laughs> i'm saying it laughing right now but the amount of days i cried and felt ashamed and wouldn't ever admit it to anyone that i was the one that was being toxic and i was the one hurting the people around me that's not something that's easily just said to someone you know it's a hard pill to swallow. No one wants to feel like they're the toxic one. Some people think it's cool to be the toxic one. Personally, for me, I don't think that. I, It really hurt me because I've always prided myself on being better and growing. And when I realized that I had never grown, all I did was pretend it to myself that I had grown and told everyone else that I did and manipulated them into <laughs> agreeing with me. When I realized that, that's when everything came crashing down, really. I had to take a step back and assess how I was going to move forward. It felt really hard. I felt like I was walking on eggshells. I felt like I couldn't be myself. And then I just said to myself, being toxic is not you. That is not who you are. So you cannot be walking on eggshells. You are not not being yourself just because you are not being toxic because you are not toxic. I am love. I came out the womb loving and protecting the people that are there in my life. And anyone else for that matter. It really is all learned behavior. You are not a bad person. You are not unlovable. All those little quirks and things that people try to push out that now you see other people do and you get mad at. Those things are not things to be upset about. Those things are not things to hate. Everything that you are is beautiful. I love you. And anyone who says they don't love you. They are just projecting their trauma onto you. I swear, I swear, I swear they are projecting their trauma onto you, especially if it's your family. Just, I don't know. I don't want to say anything rash. Um, for a long time, I cut my family out. I didn't want to talk to them. I didn't know if I actually loved them. And the more and more that I go on my journey, and I realize my toxicity and I acknowledge the things that my guardians did that are in me now, the more and more things just make sense. And once you realize that everything that happens makes sense, that's when it's hard. That's when it's sorry. That's when it's easier to understand. Once you let everything click into place, you'll finally see what you need to do. That sounds vague, but you will see it. And yeah, I'm going to stop talking all jumbled because literally I sound like the drunk uncle at a party right now.
But yeah, just know everything will make sense if you're trying every day. There's not one single second you need to be sitting down procrastinating. And I'm not saying free time is not trying. Giving yourself time to rest and have free time and do the things you love, whether that's watching a show on Netflix, painting, meditating. As long as you're taking time to clear your mind at some point in the day, even free time is working on yourself. But work on yourself to the best of your ability. Let your inner child out. All those things people said that they didn't love about you. Do those things within reason. If you're going to hurt someone, if you're going to hurt yourself, please don't do that. <laughs> but anything else, go crazy. I also want to disclaim that by hurting yourself, if it's a sexual kink, I'm not saying don't follow your sexual kinks because those are very important to listen to as well. Yes. So I think that I said everything that I wanted to say. Um, I hope that whoever listens to this doesn't hate me because it's so disorganized because I love you no matter if you hate this. But it is disorganized, I can admit. You're welcome. Real hot girl shit.